The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. What's up, Faithful? You're listening to another episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast, a part of the Odyssey Network. I am Brian Rennick. He is Al Sacco. Neither one of us have missed a field goal or extra point in our life. <laughs> but Jake Moody picked a really bad time for me and my anxiety to miss a field goal and extra point. Uh, a field goal and extra point that would have gotten the 49ers a victory over the Rams, which would have been two straight years of sweeping the division and just continued ownage of the Rams uh, in the regular season. Uh, I love that Kyle Shanahan basically said, it's annoying to lose to Sean McVay tongue in cheek. He said, I know a lot of guys on that staff. It's annoying to lose to them as well, but ultimately it's annoying to lose to anybody. But uh, Al, how are you feeling? How are your nerves going into this, uh, into this playoff atmosphere, this one and done atmosphere with a uh, a rookie kicker who misses kicks in bunches, makes them in bunches, but misses them in bunches as well. Well, Brian, before I say that, I do want to say <laughs> I am depressed as shit. And maybe like I just have like some emotional problems or whatever, but there is no like sadder time for me than after the holidays and when yeah. football season ends. Yeah. I hate when the regular season ends. I know you're thinking, Al, wait a minute. The Niners are, you know, huge expectations for the Super Bowl. I'm really excited about that. I cannot wait to watch the playoffs. But when the regular season ends, it's even worse when the playoff ends. And I'll bitch about that in like a month or whatever. But (laughs) when the regular season ends for me, dude, it is brutal. I hate it because I look forward to these games all week. I play fantasy. I bet on them. We have a job where we talk about football. Like, I love it. And I love, like, I love fucking week eight. When it's just there's a game I'm looking forward to, and I got yeah. I'm four and three in my fantasy, and I need a win. And there's just I got a day lined up, and my wife has already accepted that I'm, I'm lost on Sundays, and she leaves me alone. And like I can drink beers and watch football. That's what I love it. I love every minute of it. And when it's over, it depresses the shit out of me. So that's where I am um, emotionally right now. Great game last night or Sunday night with the Bills and the my mistress Bills, my grandma. Uh. 
the Bills, um, pulling that game out. And but now it's over and I'm depressed. But you asked me about Jake Moody, right? Isn't that yes. what you said? Yeah, Jake Moody. Yes. So yeah, you know what it is like. One thing they knew with Robbie Gold, yeah, he missed some kicks in the regular season. He missed some extra points, but dude was money in the playoffs. And we talked yeah. about it last show. The, the Niners paid a lot of money for some of these positions that aren't primary positions, and it's worked out great for them. McCaffrey, the linebackers. Use check's been a big piece of the puzzle. And Robbie Gold, they paid him a lot of money, and he made kicks in the playoffs. You're going into the playoffs right now with a kicker. You have no idea how he's going to respond. And that's yeah. even if he had a good regular season, even if he's yeah. what's his and name, Brandon did. Aubrey. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. I don't want to say that. But even if he didn't yeah. have spells, let's say in the regular season, yeah. I should say, that would worry you. Um, even if you're that Brandon Aubrey dude from Dallas who never misses a kick, it looks like he's a robot. You don't know how he's going to respond in a yeah. 20 to 20 game, a 43 yard field goal. I don't even say 20 to 20, say 20 to 18, 43 yard field goal to win it. There's huge pressure there. You have no idea how the, how these guys are going to respond. So it's just one of those things until you see it, we don't know. And who knows if we'll even be in a position. Who knows if it matters. But if you're looking for something to worry about, yeah, I guess that's it. And I was really at the end there before Sam Darnold turned into Sam Darnold and kind of <laughs> threw that fumble away or whatever the hell he did. Um, I was really hoping that Jake Moody was going to get a chance to get the bad taste out of his mouth. I said, all right, just yeah. let's get Not that I cared about the win. But just let's get in field goal range. Let's let him get the bad taste out of his mouth, hit a game winner, and then we're not talking about anything. We're talking about he hit a big kick. Yeah. And now it kind of it kind of lingers. So. Yeah, I mean that was my my biggest hope uh, after that first half, after he missed the field goal and the extra point, was that he would get at least one more opportunity in the second half to kick a field goal, just to see how things went, because it does seem like, and again, we don't have a whole lot of history, and that's the other thing. That's mm -hmm. part of. That's part of 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 the ang of the anxiety is the uncertainty, right? Because all we have is this one season, and what we've seen in this one season is that he's pretty reliable. But when he misses, he then misses in bunches. It happened in the preseason, yeah. and then he was good in the for the first part of the regular season, and then it happened in Cleveland, and then he missed uh, he missed a, another field goal in Minnesota. I believe he missed another one against Cincinnati, right? He misses them in bunches. That's yeah. all we have to go on. And if he misses them in bunches and he missed two on Sunday, what does that portend for the next time he takes the field? Now, perhaps one of the advantages is this bye week to just kind of wash it. And, you know, maybe he goes out and he just, you know, just like free throws, just kicks a hundred field goals a day. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not going to pretend to know how these field goal kickers practice or anything like that, but, but it definitely for me gave me anxiety going into the playoffs that I didn't need. And I didn't want uh, yeah. more than, more than, more than anything. And, you know, I, I said something on Twitter. I, I tweeted out that the 49ers would be 14 and three this season. If it weren't for Jake Moody misses in Cleveland and, you know, in this Rams game, because again, this Rams game ended 21 to 20 that field goal and extra point would have made it 24-21. They would have won that mm -hmm. game. Now, yeah. obviously, obviously, there are other factors involved, right? The defense, once the starters came out and it was all second string in the second half, you know, Carson Wentz turned into Michael Vick and, and you know, they they gave up the, the lead. It was 20-7. to seven. They ended up losing 21-20. to 20. The offense did nothing in the second half with Sam Darnold. I get it, but... At the same time, Sam Darnold led that offense to 
20, 24 potential points, but those missed kicks only gave them 20 and they ended up losing. So, you know, is it, is it Jake Moody's fault that they lost yesterday? No, it wasn't a situation where he had, he, he could kick the game winner and, and they would have won like it was in Cleveland. So really you could mm. basically, to me, you can pin one loss on, on Jake Moody because the offense did what they needed to do to get him down the field and he missed the kick. But it's, it's just, like I said, it just provides anxiety. And the other thing that I don't think people think about is it provides anxiety for Kyle Shanahan, whose job is already hard enough. Yeah. And that was one of the things he talked about, about loving Robbie gold is that he didn't have to worry about it. If he needed to call a field goal, he's going to call a field goal. He had all the, all the faith in the world in Robbie gold. And you got to wonder, does he have some of that anxiety with, with Moody when it comes to play calling things of that nature? It just makes his job harder because there's uncertainty there. And so they brought that upon themselves when they drafted Jake Moody in the third round, they could have gone out and got a, a veteran kicker. In fact, mm-hmm. they had one in Zane Gonzalez. Like it, it's, they're not, they're not without fault, but it it is, like I said, going into this, that's the biggest worry I have. I don't really have worries anywhere else. There aren't injuries where I'm like, I hope that guy can come back. I think Eric Armstead will be back. You know, Knock on wood. The, the offense is whole. Like, I think we're going to be fine. And, and honestly, I'm not even necessarily worried about it for the NFC playoffs because I don't think there's a team that can sniff the 49ers in the NFC field, but it, it it's still there. Yeah. And he, he only attempted 25 field goals this year, which is 27th in the league. Yeah. Um, dude kicked 61 attempts for extra points and made 60 of them, you know, until, mm-hmm. until this last game. So they're not mm-hmm. just scoring touchdowns. He actually only attempted six field goals over the last seven games. So yeah. that's kind of crazy. You and know, maybe like that's part of it. Get a lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just hasn't had a lot of chances, you know, but again, it doesn't matter if you kick one field goal the whole season. If you got to kick one to go to the Super Bowl right. or whatever it is, you, you need them to do it. So it's a little bit crazy. This game, though, too, like, I listen, again, nobody watches more football than me. You know, but I, I'm obsessed with football. I had a really hard time watching. This game just felt like get gross. this shit over with to me. Yeah. It was gross. felt like a preseason game. Mm-hmm. It felt like just get it. I just wanted I, I want to just get out of there. Like, I was almost watching it through, like, you know, my fingers over my eyes. Like, nobody get hurt, please. Let's just get out of this. And then the second half when like no starters or anything, it was, it was a little tough to watch. So I'm glad it's over and I'm, well, I'm not glad the season's over, but I'm glad that meaningless game is over. We, we can get to the playoffs here and get moving in the playoffs. And Brian, the 49ers, so I, was, I was looking at a stat today, the Niners, the Packers, the Cowboys and the Steelers all have 36 franchise postseason wins. The Patriots have 37. I just feel like it's right that the 49ers have the most postseason wins and hopefully this season going into this, that's where I'm thinking, all right, they're at 36. Let's get to 39. And let's once again, take over with the most wins for, for anybody in the postseason. Cause it just feels like the Niners, Steelers, Cowboys, Packers should all be up there. That feels right. The Patriots, whatever you had a run with Brady go away now, hate New England so much, but it just feels right that the Niners are back there. So that's cool. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to this postseason. Like again, that 94 and I was young, younger, but that 94 season, it just kind of has that feel to me. Like I'm just ready to go out and just, I just want them to kick everybody's ass. That's kind of what I feel like very confident, very confident. They can do that. 
and it's it's exciting to get moving here. We'll talk a little bit about the playoff field and what the matchups could be, but I just have that that huge level of excitement that I did with some of those. And again, Montana teams, I was like 10 or 11, whatever I was in those later years. But like the Steve Young teams, I'm just ready to go in there and let's let's just kick some ass, man. I can't wait. Yeah, I love it. You know, <laughs> although my favorite thing from the game was right at the end of the first half when <laughs> when they knew that they were just trying to get Puka Nakua the <laughs> the receiving yardage record and the uh, catches record, and they started double teaming him to <laughs> to end the half. So like, we're not letting you do that. <laughs> we're not letting you do that. And then eventually he got it in the second half, and the and you like you see you they they put the camera or they showed a replay of uh, Sean McVay on the sideline, and you could watch him watch the play develop. You watch him see make the catch for the catches record and the first thing he says is get him out get him out and i was yeah. like that's perfect i love it but well Mc, you know yeah mcveigh doesn't like playing his players in those type of games right either. exactly so that, that must and, have been killing him yeah and i i pre, but i do appreciate that you know that he had him out there to get that record because you know i think some of these things are are important to some of these players and and players families and things like that and mm-hmm. you know one of the things that came out of this season that i thought was interesting um, I sent this in our in our no huddle group chat. I said this is an Al Sacco stat if I've ever seen one. Uh, Nick Wagner tweeted this out yesterday, but Debo Samuel went over a thousand rushing yards for his career on Sunday, uh, which means that he now has four thousand one hundred and twenty two receiving yards and one thousand and seven rushing yards through five NFL seasons. He joins Hall of Famer Charlie Taylor as the only players in NFL history to hit those marks that quickly. So I thought that was really cool that, uh, that Debo's in rarefied air as a, you know, as really an offensive weapon, right? Because again, when you talk about rushing and receiving, that is typically going to be a stat that involves a running back, but what Debo Samuel isn't a running back has never been a running back. He's just a running back in a, in a, or I would say a wide receiver in a running back's body and uh, just a cool accomplishment for him. And then the other one that I wanted to call out was uh, Aaron Schatz, uh, who invented DVOA, uh, tweeted this out today. Brandon Ayuk had the highest receiving DVOA ever for a wide receiver with at least 100 targets, uh, topping Jerry Rice in his 1989 season, in which Rice had 129 receptions, 1,483 yards, and 17 touchdowns. Uh, this season for for Brandon Ayuk, incredibly, incredibly efficient to the point where it is, again, the best receiving DVOA, uh, which is a value per play, not total value in mm-hmm. NFL history. So again, kudos to the two wide receivers uh, that, that the 49ers have for some pretty impressive accomplishments. Yeah, it's it's crazy the year IU had how efficient he was, and, and and we know what Debo has been doing, and the the statistics are all over the place. Purdy sets the 49ers franchise record for highest QB rating in the season. He did 113. Uh, Young was previous leader at 112.8. We know that yep. Purdy set the yardage record at 4,208. Yep. Um, he just you know had had one of really just one of the all time. 49er quarterbacking seasons too, which, which mm-hmm. is incredible. And he's super efficient and Ayuk was super efficient. And I saw a McCaffrey stat today too, and I have to pull it back up. Um, I was reading an article by Bill Barnwell on ESPN. And so McCaffrey this season, 
he has 114 first downs, which is which is 38 more than any other <laughs> running back. Just insane. Wow. He's turned 33.6% of his touches this season into first downs or touchdowns. So something else maybe we'll get a little bit more into on another show um, when we look at maybe awards. But he had him actually third for offensive player of the year at CD Lamb and Tyreek Hill had of him, which I do not agree with. I don't um, either. And, and, and he talked about the MVP and he had Purdy second, which I think that's where it's going to come in. I think it'll be mm-hmm. Dak third, Purdy second, Lamar first. But he was talking about the year that Purdy had. And it's just was like an all time season. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be an outlier that he doesn't get the MVP with how statistically good Purdy was this year. So Lamar will get it. Yeah. And I think the reason Purdy's not going to get it is because of the Christmas game. If that yeah. game was at, I don't know, October, mm-hmm. I don't know, at one o'clock and it wasn't a national game, I think it would get slept, slept under the rug. Yeah. Because that was Christmas night and it was a yep. huge game. I really yep. watched it. It cost him the MVP. It did. And it's fine. It Listen, did. Lamar's yeah. amazing. But statistically, Purdy had the kind of season that, you know, maybe he's in it, Dak had a really good statistical season too. So maybe he'll get AP one all pro one, but Purdy mm-hmm. should get two at least for that season. Yeah. Um, just, just really a remarkable season for the four Niners offense statistically and, and on the field. Well, and, and we talked last episode and, and Brandon Ayuk did not get a pro bowl nod, but with the type of season that Brandon Ayuk had, uh, I wouldn't be surprised also if he is AP one or AP two. Uh, yeah. Uh, Barnwell well. had him AP two uh, on his on his predictions. Yeah. He said he should uh, have AP two. Yeah, which would be a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Um, and then the other thing, the other thing that came out of this again, Christian McCaffrey didn't play, but uh, he did take home the NFL rushing title, and he became the first 49er to do so since Hall of Famer uh, Perry in nineteen uh, Joe the Jet Perry, uh, not to be confused with Benny. Not to be confused with Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> but this is Joe the Jet Perry uh, from 1950. I don't know. In the 50s. So it's been quite a while for a 49er to lead the league in rushing. So again, just an all-time season from McCaffrey, Purdy, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. It was just an all-time season for a 49ers offense. And it is, I think, this offense that is that is really going to be the engine that propels them to their sixth Lombardi if, if, if they do win it. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting going into these playoffs, knowing how good the Niners are and knowing that they're really set up. And if you look at, we wanted to look at this playoff field a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you have Dallas. Well, let's let's break out the games here. I guess we could we could look at it that way and kind of see where we think where we think this might go. So Cowboys are playing the Packers. Mm-hmm. Packers are a nice upstart story. They look like they were going to be in trouble, and Jordan Love really turned it around. And really yeah, turned it around. They have a healthy Aaron Jones right now. I love Jaden Reed, um, mm-hmm. the rookie receiver mm-hmm. that they have. They have some really good in uh, Wicks. Forget his first name, but um, he's really solid. Is that it? Okay, mm-hmm. really solid. Their defense, uh, but some exciting <laughs> stuff going on. Yeah, with that, the Lions and the Rams. That's a great. Ram- that's a great matchup game. Great matchup great game. game in one time revenge I, game. <laughs> crazy, crazy yeah. to have the Matthew Stafford storyline and the Jared Goff storyline. Mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL. It's amazing that this stuff keeps happening with the NFL. Yeah. Over and over and over again, the stuff keeps happening. And look, I, I tweeted about it last night in the AFC. It's not how you start, how you finish, because the Bills were six and six at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They end up with the two mm-hmm. seed, as shitty as they've been playing. They yeah. ended up with the two seed. And the Jags were eight and three, and they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. So it's all about how you finish. And a team that kind of scares me right now is the Rams. I do not want to play the Rams. I don't. Yeah. Um, and the Lions will be, Lions are favored by three and a half there. The Cowboys are favored by seven and a half. I forgot to say that in the other game. And then the Monday night game, which is a game of two teams just going in the complete <laughs> wrong direction. What the hell happened to the Eagles? Holy shit. Uh, we you know what happened to the Eagles? Think... You know what happened to the Eagles? The San Francisco 49ers happened to the Eagles. Well, well I don't think the Niners and the Jaguars. Them. I think they were breaking and the Niners just gave it a little nudge and they shattered. I, I think yeah. that they were a shattered team when they were coming in or just about to shatter. And the Niners just kind of pushed them over the edge. I mean, they are, everything is going wrong. AJ Brown hurts his knee. I, I don't know how badly he's hurt. I haven't seen that. Um, you know, Jalen hurts hurt his hand. And he hasn't looked the same. And they're playing a Bucks team where Baker Mayfield doesn't look healthy either with his shoulder. And, and they got destroyed by the saints last week. They went yeah. nine, nothing against an awful Panthers team. Mm-hmm. So that Monday night game could be a stinker, but that could also be the team the Niners are playing. So I'm going to ask you. That's my hope. Let's just do this now because yeah, might as well. Dallas, Green Bay. Who do you got there? I I think that game. I'm I'm going to go with Dallas because uh, as good as the Packers' offense has been, um, I just don't think that they that that uh, Packers defense can stop the the Cowboys' offense. That yeah. they can't even stop a nosebleed. So. Um, you know, I, th- I think one, one, th- one little interesting wrinkle, uh, I think, again, I think, I think the Packers end up losing that game. And I think at, after that game, they will dismiss their defensive coordinator. I think an interesting hire could be Wink Martindale, who just resigned from the New York giants. I think that'd be a huge get for them. 
uh, and would make them better instantly. Yeah, they yeah, do all I, hate yeah, Brian Dable. I'm pretty Dable. sure his entire coaching staff hates Brian Dable. I didn't realize he was so difficult, Brian Dable. Neither did I, is. yeah. Because um, coming out of Buffalo, I, I, ne- I never heard any of that stuff about him. Yeah. If it was there, I didn't hear it. But, um, yeah. It's, it's, but he but he does he does come from that, you know, he I, I think he kind of comes from that uh, Nick Saban kind of tree a little cool. bit. Yeah. And I, and I think that's part of it. Rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- such a good game. I can't wait for this game. Rams yeah. and Lions. Um, I, I, this one's so hard. I think the Rams, I, I, I think the Rams could, you could argue they should be favored. Um, but I, I just, I don't know about that Rams defense. The Rams offense mm-hmm. is great. It, it's, it's just when, you know, with, with Stafford healthy and, and Nakua and cup and Sean McVay pulling the, the strings and, and Kyron Williams running the ball. It's a great offense. Their defense is nothing special, though, and I I just think that even if even if the the Lions can't expose that defense, if if they beat the Lions, then that's who the 49ers will play, unless the Packers beat the 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 Cowboys, which is um, unlikely, yeah, which is unlikely, not impossible, but unlikely and funny. That would be hysterical, by the way, yeah, well, uh, if if the Cowboys lose in the yeah. first round as the two seed. Uh, I would just laugh uncontrollably. Um, but I, I think that game is going to be a, a high scoring shootout. And, you know, I mean, the lions held their own defensively against the Cowboys in that, uh, in that mm-hmm. game two weeks ago. So I'm, I'm not saying that they can't, but I don't know. I, I think, I think the Rams will end up winning that game, which means that I do think that the 49ers will end up playing the Rams in the divisional round. I'm not worried about it though. Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not their Their defense is what I think is, is going to hold them back from advancing too far in the playoffs. And, you know, with, with a full complement of offensive players, I, I think Kyle Shanahan will beat Sean McVay every time. Yeah. That game would worry me because again, the, the division thing, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I just feel, I know the Rams just won. That game wasn't, wasn't a real game. No, I just feel law of averages at some point. I just, you know me, I worry, but mm-hmm. I think the lions are going to win. The Laporta injury is huge. It huge is for them, but I still think that because there's no way Laporta is playing next week based on. No, they should bring Zach Ertz in is what they should do. Yes. Yeah. Well, for as much as he can get caught up in a week, but yeah, they should. Right. Like just kind of yeah. bring him into, even yeah. if it's 10 plays, he can help you or whatever, yeah. bring him in and do that. Yeah. But I just think the Rams or, or the lions have the two running backs. They're home. You know, Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. I think can I think, I think Ben Johnson can, outscore John McVay in this game. That's how I think it would I think go. so too. So yeah. I I would go the Lions there if it were me. So which means if I'm right, the winner of the of this next game would be who the 49ers would play. And, and please God let that happen because I would let it be the Eagles. Either have the Eagles or the Bucks. Yeah. And I think here as bad as the Eagles are playing, and it looks like to me like if they were playing anybody else, any of these teams, yeah. I would say they're gonna yeah. lose. Yeah, but I just feel like the Bucks suck too. I just, I just feel like the Eagles are more t- talented than yeah. the Bucks. I cannot buy Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield. I can't. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll prove me wrong, but I'm going to say the Eagles win an ugly one, and and it'll kind of be chalk, I guess, going into the next round for the NFC as far as yeah. I think. My that's not quite chalk because the because the Eagles. Oh no, you're right. Chalk. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No. But close, close. Not chalk. Yeah, close but, to chalk. So, but yeah, but. Uh, that is my my ideal scenario is Cowboys and Lions win 
and then the Eagles beat the Bucks because I desperately want to put the final nail in the coffin of these Eagles in Santa yeah. Clara in the divisional round. Not only that, but if the Cowboys and Lions win, then uh then the 49ers will play whoever wins that that Bucks Eagles game, which means that the 49ers playoff game would be on Sunday because that Eagles Bucks game is on Monday. So right. that bodes well for me as a watcher of the game uh to have that on Sunday instead of Saturday cuz Saturday will still be in Vegas <laughs> instead of traveling home from Vegas. Yeah, and I, I I don't know man, that's kind of the way I feel like it's going to go and then that that Cowboys Lions game to, to me it's a coin it's a coin flip. We've already seen a game played by them that was a coin flip. I think it's the same thing if if that's the way it goes. Um and I think the Niners would destroy again. I think I I think they would love to see the Eagles and just say, mm -hmm. okay, we beat you in the regular season. We're going to beat you in the playoffs too. I think the Niners would be so up for that game. Mm -hmm. um, it would be great. And then the NFL's dream, dream would be Cowboys-Niners in the NFC Championship game. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. the ratings sure. that game would do, <sighs> NFL's dream to have. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I think, think, yeah, I I think, I don't, I don't know that they're, there is a matchup in these playoffs on either side that would draw as big as Cowboys Niners in a, no, in a just in a championship game, conference championship game. Would be, a, would be an amazing game. And fire. and fire. Yeah, it, it, it would be NFL's dream for that to happen. And I, I think that's the way it's going. I kind of think those two teams are on a collision course. You yeah. can get a team, you know, again, the, the Rams could be feisty. You know, you never know. You never sure. know. But yeah. um Lions can Lions can surprise people here and maybe beat maybe get to the NFC Championship. I don't know that would be a huge upset, but I feel like they're a solid third. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, he thinks the Niners and the Cowboys are the top two, but I feel like that's the way that it's going to go. And it's an upset for me. Do I want to say disappointment? Maybe, probably. Yeah, it is a disappointment if the 49ers don't make the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. it's laid out oh, for them. Yeah. I know Dallas is, can score, and I know they're a really good team, but the Niners have obliterated them earlier in the season they beat them twice in the playoffs and again law of averages i get it you know that, that stuff's always there but i just we've seen dak against this defense you mm. know dak looks great against washington and yeah. then he, he plays the niners d and he, he seems to look shell-shocked every time he's played him so well, look, it's hard look how for he, me look how he played against buffalo yeah yeah it's it's for me dak and dak had an amazing season he had a great year great mm -hmm. year he had some he had a few duds in there but overall he had yeah. a terrific season until I see him in the playoffs, and I know he had the game against the Bucs, but I need to see him put a string yeah. of games together in the playoffs for me to buy it. And until yeah. he does that, I, I just can't. So it's going to be really tough for me to pick anybody against the 49ers right now. I think they're the best team in the NFC. They should be healthy, hopefully. With, I mean, they have three weeks off, basically, um, going in there. And is if they can get through, the only thing I worry about, I know we talked about Moody, but the rust, can they get through that that rust? Because there's going to be. Yeah. It, the first quarter might be ugly, the January 20th, be, 21st, yeah. whatever it is. Could be a yeah. little bit like, okay, we're working through things. Once they get through that, I think it's all systems go. And I think I, I think the team's on a mission. So, Yeah, and, you know, uh, again, if it goes the way that we anticipate, either one of those teams are, are ripe for, you know, a, a get-right, game if you will or a, mm -hmm. a knock the rust off game because i don't think the the bucks or the eagles are anywhere near the caliber of the 49ers 
Um, the Bucks definitely aren't, and the Eagles, the way they've been playing, are not. Talent-wise, sure, but, I mean, who knew? Who knew that the secret sauce to this Eagles team was Big Dom? Like, who knew? Like, <laughs> and, But here we Dom. are. Here we are. The Eagles are 1-5 and five since Big Dom got uh, kicked off the sidelines. So, um, and also, Big Matt, Dom? Get that money, man. Get that money. <laughs> Matt, Patricia, I mean – Everything he's around goes to shit, it feels like, too. So, yeah, whatever they did with him, I don't know if he's in charge of their defense or they just elevated him he's or whatever. The play caller. Is he the play caller? No, he's, he's not. The defensive play caller, yeah. Yeah, defense looks looks terrible right now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I love – you got to love to see it, though. <laughs> you got you yeah. got to love to see it. I Yeah, like I said, I mean, my ideal scenario, again, is, is, is just nailing that final nail in the coffin of that Eagle season in Santa Clara in the divisional round. Just – just chef's kiss perfect for me. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do um, let's do AFC real quick. I just want to hear yeah. what you think. Because why not? Yeah. Uh, I, hold on. I can't. I, I can't believe this. the Bills are the two seed. I just can't Dude, believe it. it. The Eagles are favored by two and a half. By the way, I always want to get the spreads when I see this. Yeah. Game, I forget. So let's start with with my Gumar, the Buffalo Bills. Um, <laughs> love the Bills. Was up watching my wife. My wife is a Buffalo girl, so we were up watching the oh, game there you last go. night. Okay, yeah. So, listen, man, Josh Allen, most Chaos talented agent. dude in the world. Oh my god! <laughs> I, nobody makes more careless throws than Josh Allen. Yeah, I, and then then you'll talk to him after the game, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I got to stop doing that." And he goes up the next game, and he does it. And McDermott, but I won't under the bus. <laughs> did you? Did you? Yeah, he's never going to. Yeah. Did you see what McDermott said at halftime when he's like? taking whatever he said basically he didn't so much throw Allen under the bus but he was being way too aggressive in the red zone and kind of yeah. like basically my quarterback's gotta be smarter yeah. and Allen handled it perfectly at the end of the game he just put it all the bet. he was like yeah I'm right he's right I gotta be yeah over you know what yeah. I mean over distraction yeah. over um but listen I get it as, as talented as as Allen is that offense has not looked right and the Bills have pulled a lot of games out of their ass in this five game mm -hmm. winning streak they should be mm -hmm. Barely beat a Chargers team that has all backups. They barely beat a bad Patriots team. It seems like they keep trying to lose, but they're not. And they're going to open up as the two seed against number seven Steelers without TJ Watt. Bills are That's a huge. nine and a half yeah. favorite, which is a lot. That's too I think much. Bills That's too much for too this much. Bills team. Yeah. Way too much. But I think I think they're going to pull it out at home. That place is going to be crazy. I think the Bills are going to win that game. Yeah, I think they'll win the game. Um especially with TJ Watt out. That's a real bummer for the, for the Steelers. But I also, I, I I'm really digging the Mason Rudolph redemption story. Like, that's pretty awesome. Um, and how bad are Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett that Mason Rudolph is coming in? And... Real bad, <laughs> real bad. I mean, Kenny Pickett's got <laughs> um, a yeah, future Kenny, backup. Yeah. He's, I, I feel like there's no way you could go back to him uh, after this season, but I just I don't think that I don't think that the Steelers have enough on offense, uh, and and I don't think that that I think their defense will keep them in the game, maybe even through the first three quarters. 
I think Josh mm-hmm. Allen is going to be more than willing to to throw them the ball a couple times. Uh, that's just kind of been his his game this season, which is why I always thought that there was really no way that you could give him the MVP just with the amount of turnovers that he has. It's just too, too many. He's just too careless with the football. And and part of it is just if if I was as physically gifted as Josh Allen, I'd be careless with the football as well because I would believe every single time I drop back that no matter what the throw is, I can make it. And I think that's part of the problem for him. And mm-hmm. I think as he ages and that starts to diminish, I hope that he, you know, he can understand a little bit more like, Hey, I gotta, you know, I gotta be, I gotta be better. And, and, you know, there's, there's one thing to say it after the game, after you have these boneheaded, you know, uh, interceptions, uh, but it's another to, to put that, on the field. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what it looks like uh, as, again, especially with, with TJ Watt out, but the Steelers defense is good. Um, they're a, a solid unit and, mm-hmm. you know, they will, you know, they will put pressure on, on that Buffalo team, but this Buffalo team plays down to the level of their competition every single every time. week. And so yeah. a nine and a half point spread, I think is absolutely ridiculous because there's no way that they're blowing a team out. They're just not right now. Um, They'll win this game, but I don't see them winning it by more than a touchdown. Yeah, and I put money at Pittsburgh. I got it plus 10. There you go. But I put some there you go. Uh, the three seed are the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. and they are going to play your squad. Your My Kumar, squad. My, yeah, but, that's right. But an absolute beat-up Dolphins yeah. team. I heard Jalen yeah. Waddle is going to be back. I assume Mostert's going to be, but they've lost both. They've lost Jalen Phillips. They've lost Bradley Chubb. They lost another one of their pass rushers last night. Andrew Van Ankle. Really beat up, and they can't beat a good team anyway. They should yeah. have lost to the Cowboys. But other than that, any good team they play, they lose to. Still, really entertaining game that's on Peacock, which is I ridiculous. Give me a break, NFL. We we signed up for it because the Bills were on. What was it like the Saturday? Oh Christmas yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, we're like for three bucks or whatever it is, we'll sign yeah, up for it. You still have it, it. yeah. Um, so I'll be able to do that. They used to used to be able to do the free trials, but you couldn't. I couldn't do that, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. But anyway. This is tough for me. I really want to see the Dolphins win this game. I really mm-hmm. want to see the Dolphins mm-hmm. win this game. But based on what we have seen, as much as the Chiefs look like they're struggling, I feel like they're going to find the Chiefs will find a way to pull this out of their head. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the 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 issue is it's it's in Kansas City, uh, and the other issue is that this Dolphins team really hasn't proven that they can beat a good opponent, and it hurts my heart because I love Mike McDaniel. Um, I believe in Mike McDaniel. I, I think I think part of their issue is is the quarterback position, and you know it, it's really interesting to me uh, that Mike McDaniel just has to look in L.A. at Sean McVay and what he did in getting rid of Jared Goff and bringing in Matthew Stafford. I think Mike McDaniel has his Matthew Stafford waiting for him out there, and his name is Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins oh. would be incredible in that offense. And I think that that team would be scary with, with Kirk back there. So I'm interested to you see think, kind of what that looks like in the offseason. You think they're not going to resign Tua and maybe Kirk? I I mean that's interesting. I think it depends on how I think it depends on how things go in, in these playoffs. And true, true. Here's the thing. It's it's not only is it in Kansas City. But now it's Mike McDaniel going against playoff Steve Spagnolo, who is one of the better matchup defensive coordinators mm. in the NFL. That um, Kansas City defense has been good all year. It's the Kansas City offense that hasn't been terribly great. 
the advantage for Miami is that they're beat up on on defense, but again, it's not a high powered it's not a high powered Kansas City Chiefs offense. But at, at a certain point, you just they have nobody to rush the passer. They have Melvin Ingram yeah. who was sitting on the couch at Thanksgiving and, you know, was brought in to be a situational pass rusher thinking, hey, I'll, I'll get in 10, 15 plays a game. And now he's going to be a starter because every single edge player is hurt, including now Andrew Van Ginkle with some kind of foot injury. And then mm-hmm. a, th- another guy who got hurt on a on a kickoff um, was one of their edge rushers and he was carted off uh, towards the end of that game. And so. I, I just think there's too many injuries on that defensive side to overcome, even with Vic Fangio as a, a, a wonderful defensive coordinator. Um, at a certain point, it's just the law of diminishing returns. And so, you know, I I, I could see them winning that game, but if if I'm being perfectly honest, if you play that game 10, 10 times, I think the Chiefs probably win at nine. So there's that one, that one, that that 10% chance that the that the Dolphins could pull this out. And if they do, that would be incredible, but then they got to go play the Ravens. <laughs> so unless the Steelers beat the Bills, yeah, um, yeah, and but they I, just got their ass handed to them by the Ravens. So, but I think yeah, I, th- I think Kansas City pulls it out. They're a three and a half point favorite, and then you have Kansas City going to Buffalo right next round, yep. which is would be yep. you know again just awesome. Uh, last game is the Browns at the Texans. Browns are two and a half point favorites. Brown's defense is awesome at home, not the same on the road. Joe mm-hmm. Flacco, you know, he's going to probably throw a couple to the other team, but he's also been an incredible story with the yeah. yards and, and the way this team has looked. I really like the Browns, really like the Browns. And mm-hmm. the Texans, look, the Colts aren't a good team. Texans barely got out of that game. Tank Dell is hurt. He's not there. They needed an amazing game from Nico Collins to win that game. And, and they dropped, got one. Yeah, and a drop <laughs> pass on fourth down. So I don't – you know, Stroud, he's a rookie. I really like Cleveland here. I think Cleveland's going to go on the road and take, and take this. But shout out to D'Amico Ryans, first-year head coach, guiding the Texans, not only to the playoffs, but a division title. Yeah. Right on. Right on. I love it. I love that for D'Amico. I love that Bobby Slowick. Um, you know, the, uh, Jimmy Ward is on that team, right? So Niner love there. Uh, here's Here's what I want, though. If if we're going chalk, but the but the Browns beat the Texans, so we go. So mm-hmm. it's the same situation that we think happens in the NFC. Yeah, the five yeah. seed beats the four seed. That's a Browns Ravens matchup. That's a it's tough matchup be. for the Ravens. Oh yeah, that's a tough yeah. matchup for the Ravens, and I love yeah. that for them. <laughs> that would be an awesome game. Yeah, like defensive, just yeah. knocking the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah, don't sleep. If if Joe Flacco can can play the way that he did. The last four weeks or whatever it's been, do not sleep on the Browns. And then do Joe Flacco, the and if Joe Flacco goes in and knocks the Ravens out of the playoffs, oh Could you my imagine? God. Oh, I didn't even think about that either. Yeah, not, yeah. Like, I didn't, it was even in my head. <laughs> Whoo, that would be. Incredible. And that's just the way it's been happening this year. Like St- yeah. Stafford goes against the Lions, Goff goes yep. against the Rams. You're yep. gonna have Flacco going against the Ravens. It's just, it's, just yeah. it's why the NFL is just the best. The shit just yeah. always happens. The football uh-huh. gods like set it up. But I think too, that's uh-huh. gonna be a really tough game. And Lamar, you know, we talked about it with Jason Lock and Fora. The Ravens have a lot of hills to get over on their own. They mm-hmm. Lamar's got a, you know, Carbaugh hasn't won a playoff game in a while. Has he? It's been a while. Um, Lamar struggled in the playoffs. So they have to get over that hump too. I think they do, 
And I think just because it doesn't make any sense because they're playing so shitty, I think the Bills somehow end up in the AFC Championship, and I think you're going to see Bills Ravens. I think they get that close. Ra- Ravens are just again. I feel like the Niners and Ravens are on this collision course, and I feel like it's yeah. going to happen this year. So yeah. I don't think they'll get past the Ravens. I think it'd be the Niners and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. So I think so too. Cool. But I will say this: if if the Browns do come away with a victory against Houston and then go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore, I think the Bills are the AFC representative uh, and a Chris Berman Super Bowl. 49ers bills used to predict it every every damn year every yeah would be phenomenal that would be phenomenal and that is i i would i i'll i will say this right now i would much rather face the bills than the ravens hands down yeah hands down okay sacral house gonna get ugly if that's the case oh yeah yeah can't do it the the wife's gonna have all the bill stuff on (laughs) it's gonna get it's gonna be rough house divided a house you have to go go watch the game somewhere else i think so Yeah, if you but don't, that would be so cool. you watch I, our- I love the Bills too. I love the Bills. I love their color scheme. I love yeah, mistress, their old man. school logo. I love Josh Allen. Like, I have a soft spot for the Bills. Uh, unfortunately, again, they're in the same division as the Dolphins, who are my current, uh, you know, my my AFC mistress, if you will. Yeah, if you watch our clips, you know, I don't know if you ever look behind me, but I got a lot of memorabilia and stuff down in my mm-hmm. basement at my bar where I do this. And I got the Niner stuff behind me. If you look over my right shoulder, there may or may not be a Buffalo Bills thing right there. So not saying I put it up. I don't, again, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's not in view. It's not, it's not in view. In, it's not it's in not a view. No, that's what I mean. Like if you're right yeah. over here on my right, yeah. there may or may not be a big Buffalo Bills thing on the wall. So nice. um, I like it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey. You know, the wife. It's, it's the do? local team. It's the wife. It's an AFC yeah. team. At least it's an AFC team. Yeah. Right? Out of the, yeah. don't have to worry about it. Usually yeah. once every four years, but this year, they, well, we'll they, see. and they do play each other next year. They're, they they're, do, yeah. I'm gonna the 49ers play the AFC East, so pull some credentials for that game. I did the last time they were in Buffalo. I did get credentials for it. I say, so and I it's in Buffalo, Buffalo, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was the first game I ever covered, like in the press box. Very cool, really cool. Um, and the Niners got destroyed that game. That was a game Kaepernick <laughs> came back his first start. I think it was after oh. the kneeling and everything. And so yeah. it was like it was crazy. Like there was like with the press and everything with mm-hmm. that game. Like what's gonna happen? Um. And the Niners started out okay, and then they got their doors blown off. It was like forty-one to fifteen or something ridiculous. It was it was pretty bad. So, if you if you get credentialed, we will do the post game, and you will do it from Orchard Park. I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that because you got the way it is. Like usually after the game, you leave the press box, and then you go to the locker room. I'd have to figure it out. I, I don't know. Grant, I'll see. I'll Grant does. It. Grant does his post games from Levi's every 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 home. Game. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I've covered only a handful yeah. of games. I I, right. I think he, I always thought I had to leave, yeah. <laughs> so I would always. Yeah. Maybe the guys who actually like work for you know are there every week. Oh yeah, privileges. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I was just out. like I I felt weird being there anyway, so it's kind of like we'll, oh we'll shit. Figure like, it out. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Whatever. All right. Thursday. What do we got coming up Thursday, Al? Who, oh, who Thursday. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. So we got an old friend. We mentioned an old friend. I reached out to my buddy, Keanu Martin, who um, was a 49ers senior reporter for years. And she worked for yeah. from since 2017. And I was like, Key, that'd be great if the fans kind of can hear for you and see what you think about the past two years. So she said, yeah, she's all in. She's going to come on um, on Thursday and we're going to talk to her about what she's been up to and what she thinks of the Niners and all that stuff. So that'll be fun to talk to Kiana again and get everybody reacquainted with her. Absolutely. 
and then, hey, 49ers going to sit at home and watch everybody else beat each other up. And we will see who the 49ers get to face in the divisional round. And we will make sure to preview that game. But until then, for Al, I'm Brian. Later. Nine is on three. One, two, three. Twenty four hundred sports is an Odyssey company. 